Hey, hi, hello, friends. Welcome to episode three of Breaking Bell, the podcast where I share crazy personal stories and cover TMI lifestyle topics. It's Breaking Bell. Leave a message. I don't know which one of you sisters and brothers needs to hear this, but if they wanted to, they would. And that's that. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. (laughs) No, but for real, like the amount of conversations I have had with both my male and female friends about effort being a reflection of interest and priorities and just dating in general, like it's almost insurmountable when you take it all in. I'm one of those girls that just became very woke during quarantine because when I was finally able to separate myself from low-value men and really be alone into myself, I was able to truly see and understand all these concepts and putting myself first as opposed to these losers. My close circle of friends know how much I preach these lessons, but also know that I have suffered equally. (laughs) My book recommendation, which to be honest is like the literal bible to being a high value woman or male, is Why Men Love Bitches by Sherry Argoff. Like if you've perused this topic before online, you may have heard of this book before because it's very popular, like literal bible. But yeah, so after going through my traumatic dating horror story type experiences, I picked up that book and dissected it. I read and reread relatable sections and honestly it gave me some fresh insights and really solidified some ideas, ideals, POVs, and these were things that I just failed to recognize, understand, and learn whilst in my dating game, but now we are woke. So I highly suggest picking up this book if you are someone who has been stuck in this cyclical dating game of meeting low value men and just falling prey to their games. Like enough of that, we really need to solidify in ourselves that we are high value sisters and brothers and we don't and should never rely on another person for our happiness. Never depend on other people to be the provider for you. Like at the end of the day and in this lifetime, you only have yourself. Like let that settle in, sink in. You only have yourself. So be selfish. I have met so many people, friends, acquaintances, co-workers who literally were in the same position as me when I was at my lowest and seeing them there just ignites a slew of feelings in me, mostly negative. I feel bad for them because I know how hard it is to get out of that situation, being played and manipulated by toxic people. Oftentimes in my experiences though and that of my friends, it's usually toxic men, sorry boys, (laughs) I've seen my friends get taken advantage of and always going back to their manipulator, abuser, whatever you want to call them. And it's just so frustrating because having been in that situation, you can't help but think like, oh my god, like they're being so stupid. Like why can't they see what I see? And the truth is, they can't. 
they're blinded by this person, this image that this toxic individual has put on for their victim. And usually, the victim is so consumed by that image that even if they mistreat them, verbally abuse, whatever, they will always go back to that person because the image is what holds a greater and stronger impression in their mind. But my dearly beloved sisters and brothers at the audio party, that's a lot of disrespect you're putting on yourself. I know that people have to experience a whole situation on their own before really learning all of the lessons, but you still have to have a little bit of respect for yourself. And I say all of this with love to my listeners, friends, and strangers. How do you expect someone to respect you and treat you well if you don't have that same kind of respect and love for yourself? It's again all obviously easier said than done and a very common thing you hear all the time when it comes to healing, but it's all true. You have to love yourself first. You have to learn to be comfortable being on your own, loving and appreciating your own presence. How can you share your life with a significant other? Friends are a different type of connection, by the way. But how can you do that if you don't even love yourself? All that love that you could be directing towards yourself is now all being poured into this other person who keeps taking and taking from you but never gives any of it back. And you know what you're left with? Nothing. Because first, you don't love yourself. And now this toxic person you've let into your life also doesn't love you, like you're left with nothing. You feel that once this person has put you down, you have nothing because you haven't learned to truly love yourself. People who truly love themselves will obviously feel hurt if another person has done them wrong, but they heal and can move on because they know that that person isn't the end-all be-all. Because at the end of the day, they still have them. You never want to lose yourself trying to keep someone else. Are they even fighting for you? Probably not. So why should you go out of your way to defend and crawl back to this toxic connection, relationship, situationship when they don't even care for you? Manipulators can be disguised as anyone. I can't even begin to speak to the amount of people I have encountered who were super toxic and manipulative. Honestly, like the last guy I was talking to was trying so hard to be like subtly manipulative that he literally gave himself away. He tried to be so controlling over me and made up so many lies. Like, let's actually talk about this for a second. I matched with this guy on a dating app and That was the last time I will ever be on a dating app ever again in this lifetime. I swore that to myself because I definitely have learned from this horrific experience. Not even trying to be dramatic, but just listen to the story. (laughs) This guy and I hit it off right away over messages and was so eager that he asked me out not even 24 hours after matching. Was that a red flag? I didn't think so, but I politely declined because I want to get to know someone a bit first before deciding if I actually want to meet up with them in person. 
talking for a couple of hours isn't enough for me to filter out if you're a psycho serial killer yet so i left it at that a week later he asked me out again and i said yes because i felt like this could be something good we ended up meeting at a korean barbecue place like of all places he had to mention an asian restaurant to go to like i don't know but for me my first instinct was oh okay did you choose that because you think i'd like it and i'm asian i got major asian fetish yellow fever vibes already from this caucasian man but we just dismissed it <sighs> the date went well i had no complaints and nothing weird really came up in conversation so i was thinking okay this went well and i'd love to see him again things were going well and we went on a couple more dates <laughs> I honestly don't care for this person anymore, sorry not sorry, so a lot of the in-between details have been like perma erased from my memory, <laughs> but like it was going well until it wasn't. Ladies are so good at being FBI agents. If you think we don't know something, we probably already know it and are 10 steps ahead, but we are good at pretending that we don't know. Anyways, I, again, I digress. <laughs> There were some things that he did that slowly became out of character, like we had kind of like a routine going on, like you know when you develop like a texting routine for someone, like at times you can dismiss like a person being busy for like a certain like time or like whatever, but like you know all of a sudden he would just disappear for an entire evening, like I'm talking like after work hours, so like after like 5, 6 o'clock he would just disappear from like 7 and 7 p.m. until like the next morning. And then he would only message me like the next day as if nothing happened. And I didn't question it because I wasn't about to be that girl in like the situationship to ask about someone's whereabouts. Like he doesn't owe me an explanation. I don't owe him an explanation. So I just brushed it off because I had no reason to suspect anything suspicious was going on. But I ended up telling one of my close girlfriends about it when it started happening more. And she asked me, well how often does that happen me being slightly concerned and overthinking as per usual looked into it and realized that he did it almost every day like it was becoming more frequent but i was like so blinded like i mentioned previously so i just you know put it on the back burner so now my suspicions were up and my walls went up with it i played it cool but then an incident happened. This guy who was much older than me, like early 30s, was still figuring his life out and no shade to that. But I mean, I know better now than to waste my time on someone who doesn't even have their shit together. So anyways, I was supporting this person like throughout like their entire journey, like as much as I could with like him like applying for like new jobs and he wanted to go back to school and he didn't have his undergrad yet. So he wanted to, you know, um, apply to university and he had to send in a letter. And so he asked me to edit and review the letter because I offered my help and that's like you know, my area of expertise. So he sent over the Google Doc and I read like the entire letter and like it was such a heartfelt letter. Like, I don't know how much of that is true now, <laughs> but once I finished reading the letter, I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy's amazing. Like he's done so many great things for people. Like how has he never told me any of this? Like instantly in that moment, I was like, oh my God, like I'm obsessed with this guy. 
And that moment quickly faded away. When I scrolled back to the top of the dock and realized there was another person in this Google Doc with me. And I could see the icon, like this person has a picture for her like Google Doc, Google account or whatever. And most of the time people don't have a picture, but I'm like, wow, what are the odds? This person has a picture of her face and her full name attached to it. So I just clicked on it because I was like, what? I'm, I was just like a little bit like just sussed out by the situation. I click on it, I see this girl's face, I see her full name and I'm like, all right, I'm not special. He didn't just send this to me. He sent it to, I don't know, however many other Asian girls that he was talking to. And so again, my suspicions, my gut feeling, everything just kind of like started piecing together And I decided to be a little bit sassy about the situation. But at the same time, like, I wasn't trying to, like, you know, start a fight or anything. Like, I was just genuinely curious. Like, okay, like, if you have someone else, like, editing this, like, document for you, then, like, why are you, like, reaching out to me? Like, you know, like, I just kind of felt like if you're just sending this to everyone, like, my opinion, of course, like, you can have multiple people's opinions, but at the same time, it's, like, (sighs) let me just get into the rest of the story so you can understand, like, why I'm kind of just, like, on edge, um, or at the moment I was on edge, so I jokingly was, like, oh, like, he asked me, like, what I thought about, like, the letter, and I was, like, oh my god, like, it's so great, like, what did this girl think about it? And like, I straight up said her name and that message was left on red for a little while. And this guy just played it totally cool. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like she's a genius. Like, oh my gosh, she's so smart. And I'm like, okay, like if she's so smart, like, why did you need my opinion? Like clearly she helped you write this entire letter and whatever, fabricate all these like things that are probably not real or not true. And he's like, oh no, like I would love to have like more opinions, like the more, like the better. And I'm like, sure whatever whatever you want to say and like he didn't like even question how I like knew this person he didn't ask oh how do you know her like there's no way that he would have known that I saw her like in the google dog because like I don't think that's like what people think about like that's such a like small thing to like not really recognize so anyways I brushed that off to the side but after that incident happened and the fact that he didn't even like talk about it and acted as if I already knew who this person was I'm like that's suspicious so that was just kind of like you know on the back of my mind like the rest of like the time that I was like talking to him so let me actually backtrack a little bit while that situation was like you know in my mind and like he didn't address the situation that same night that I found out and while I was like telling my friend about it um, we ended up trying to figure out who this person was. So I searched her up on Instagram. I'm just curious because like, he wasn't going to tell me anything about her. He didn't question how I knew her. So like, that is really weird. So I just wanted to do a little investigation and see like if this could potentially be his girlfriend or something. Because if you know me, I have been in situations like this before where I would meet someone and they would be hiding a whole fiance 
a whole girlfriend. So, you know, I have learned the lesson to do a little background investigation, little background check, FBI investigation before, you know, further getting involved. And so I had no luck. I couldn't search up this girl on my Instagram account. And I told my friend, I was like, yeah, like I can't find her. And she sends me a text back (laughs) and she's like, what do you mean? She was like the easiest person I could ever find on Instagram. I just searched up like the same name that was like in the Google Doc and I'm like, are you kidding me? And then she sends me her Instagram profile link and you know what happened? I clicked on that link and it said, user cannot be found, which you know what that means. I was blocked. How many times has this happened to me before? Like I, this is like a really interesting situation because the fact that I was blocked by this girl on Instagram, I've never met her before. I have no idea who she is. And so I don't think she would know who I was either. And that just raised so many questions and red flags for me. Like the only logical explanation that I could come up with was that he went onto her phone and blocked me from all of her Instagram accounts. For what reason? I don't know, but that just made me more suspicious. Like, okay, like maybe this girl is like your girlfriend or someone that you're seeing like more often and you don't want her to find out about me. So now that I had all that information in my head, I knew 100% something was up, something was off, he's hiding something from me. And knowing me, I'm not going to let that stuff slide away. And I found out about this like pretty early on, but I kind of just kept it to myself just to see like how far he would take it and like how he would just kind of like handle the situation. So things like ended up getting like a little bit more suspicious, but like I think it was also because like my walls were just like so much higher up like everything was just like heightened for me so like as soon as like he disappeared for hours on end in the evening like I knew there was a reason and I'm totally exposing myself and like everyone who was part of this situation if he's listening to this podcast like sorry not sorry but you're not a good person um and that's that that's all I'm gonna say but Anyways, so one evening when I realized that he pulled that stunt of like disappearing from like, you know, the evening until the next day, my friend actually went on to her Instagram account and (laughs) her story was at his place. Her Instagram story was um, like filmed from his condo's balcony and then there was another story of his dog and I'm like (laughs) she literally just gave it all away I'm like this was the easiest investigation I have ever done and what made it worse is that like the second he sent me the last text message was like the time when that girl posted the story and just arrived to his place so I'm like wow like this literally (laughs) people are getting caught slipping left and right you cannot hide shit from me i will find out so obviously like i was very very hurt because i'm like the audacity that this guy had to like play games with me like who do you think you are right and like again just to say like this guy wasn't like 
high value at all. And the fact that like I thought he was is largely associated with the fact that I was blinded. I was just so blinded by the image that I had of him that everything else was just kind of put, you know, in the back of my mind. I have to add, and I don't really want to bring into like politics into this whole discussion, but he is a Trump supporter. And I kind of like this was kind of hinted to me when he started telling me um, that he really likes to use Trump gifs and memes. And I'm like, okay, maybe this person just really thinks like he's funny or whatever, like he's a joke and like he's just going to send it, whatever. And I'm like, okay. But then like we had this thing where we like talking about conspiracy theories and like paranormal things with each other. And so he was, um, he sent me this like, two hour or whatever long documentary and at the end like it was very pro Trump and you know me like I I don't support Trump I'm sorry like maybe he has done some good things for the economy whatever but at the same time the way that this man carries himself the things that come out of his mouth like you're not well and this guy again this is like the biggest red flag and I should have left as soon as he said he was a Trump supporter because things started to add up as soon as he really solidified the fact that he was a Trump supporter and he was trying to defend himself and he was asking me oh like what's bad about him I don't think he's done anything bad he's never been racist what are you talking about and I'm like sir are you well and just to evaluate like everything that has happened in this connection with this guy we would be watching a movie and he would make comments about like just like things that we would see on the screen and it was like racist comments and he was also very very sexist i'm like the type of person that like i'm a strong independent woman like i can fight my own battles like i can handle things on my own but he would always put me down he would always make me out to feel like i'm weaker than him he's like oh like no you could never fight me you could never you know um intimidate me or anything like that he would always put me down and he has a strong love for young women we had a conversation about how um i just felt like you know it's kind of like weird why like older guys like really like to date younger girls like you know that whole um scandal with like trump and jeffrey epstein and everything and i'm like hey this is weird he's literally like what trump embodies like this is not good so me piecing that together plus him just like lying and hiding this whole other person from me who i still don't know who she is like was she the girlfriend like was she the side piece was i the side piece like i don't know <laughs> after feeling like i got played i had enough I still pretended like I had no idea what was going on and still wanted to see him so I could probe into his past and see why his relationship, like last relationship, ended to kind of gauge how he handles relationships and breakups and the stories were not good. I read between the lines and picked up on a lot of things that were super red flaggy that pretty much indicated that something he did in the past was exactly what he was doing now but with me and this Google Doc girl. <laughs> Everything he told me indirectly explained and gave me the answer as to why this random girl I don't know has me blocked on Instagram. He literally just exposed himself like this is the kind of thinking and psychology he could never understand, which is so ironic. So 
I played it cool and continued to hang out with him, but I knew that I had to pull the plug soon. Over the Thanksgiving weekend, I brought up that, you know, things felt off and to my surprise, he agreed and gave me this whole BS reason as to why. I asked if we could just talk about it over the phone so we don't have to like waste time going back and forth over text where things can be misinterpreted. And he was being super shady and said his friend from out of town was coming so he couldn't and he wasn't lying, but he wasn't also telling the whole truth. Probably something he did to keep a good conscience, manipulator tactic, that he failed to succeed in because I already be knowing and we checked on homegirl's story and she was on her way to see him and that's why he couldn't talk to me. Everything started to add up. I realized that he spent the entire weekend with this girl and I was just like... (laughs) Wow. And so we tried to talk, I think, like, I don't remember what day it was, like the Sunday or the Monday, but then like he was busy again. And so he texted me like the next day and then homegirl's story, like she was like already home. So I'm like, of course, like he's texting me now that she's gone. How convenient. Like you're actually so predictable. And I just love that like millennials just post everything on their Instagram now. So it's really not hard to figure things out if you really wanted to. But anyways, his text message read something like, oh, like, I'm sorry, like, I was just caught up in a lot of BS yesterday. Like, yeah, you hanging out with that girl all weekend was the BS. You just called her BS. So, okay, cool. So after he sent that message, I laughed and I screamed hysterically because this whole situation was just so funny to me the fact that this guy thought that he could get away with everything like no you just spent like an entire weekend with like this super super young girl like obviously she's young and impressionable like taking advantage of her and everything meanwhile she had no clue what was going on and to this day like she probably has like a hint of what happened and she's like a little bit suspicious of who i am (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to talk about that whole situation about the conversation we had with Google Doc Girl, because we did. Oh, that's a lot of tea. But um, yeah, so I was just like, nah, like you need to get your shit together. I'm done with this. Peace out. And with that message, we were on our way and we were out. Honestly, it felt so good to just leave this person because they were so toxic, like so manipulative, like lying and trying to get the best of both worlds. And oh my gosh, the funniest thing is I was telling my sister about this whole situation and she told me no way. Like I know like this person's ex-girlfriend and I'm like the world is so small my other friend who I was like talking to like about like this whole situation like she knew um the ex-girlfriend as well and she also knew the guy like knew of him and so I was just like wow like my friend knows who he is and like the exes my sister knows his ex and um all these things that people said about him and his ex were all bad things like none of them were positive and I'm like damn honestly next time I like talk to someone new we are going to post this man's I don't know condo up place up for people to see and I'm gonna caption that shit and be like 
like yo who else has been here before or is currently here right now (laughs) but yeah so honestly like this was the craziest thing actually we all know that I've been through crazier things but like it's just the most crazy thing that happened to me recently again with another low value person and it's just so sad that you know, women get pra- women or men get preyed on by these manipulative, toxic individuals, and a lot of the times, like they like the victim doesn't know that this is happening, and I feel so bad for like the people that are in this person's life that are still getting played. If Google Dog Girl is still in this person's life, like she got the heads up, she got the warning from our team, <laughs> but she refuses to believe any of it because she is also under that spell. She is consumed with thinking that this person is good, <laughs> denies the fact that I had any kind of relationship with him because she's just so blinded and <sighs> To all my sisters and brothers who have been in a situation like this, or if you're currently going through something like this, I am so sorry. Like, you deserve so much better than to be with someone who is low value, who doesn't appreciate you, who doesn't love you, who doesn't respect you and your time. And the biggest lesson that I have learned from this, and you know, many situations similar to this, is that. You really just need to focus on yourself and love yourself. And when the time is right, things will be happening for you. That's why they call it falling in love, right? Like you don't go actively chasing for it. So with that, thank you so much for tuning into episode three of Breaking Bell. I post episodes, new episodes, every Wednesday, so don't forget to follow the podcast and my social media at Bella over on Instagram for updates. We are currently available on Spotify and Anchor. Um, yeah, love you all. Catch you at the next audio party.